everybody to the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast show with myself, Aaron, and Tom. And on this episode, you know, she's someone right now around the Indianapolis area who's starting to take hold of her craft. It's the one and only Rachel Armstrong. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. It's well, starting to get cold around here. Um, I don't is. know what the temperature's like in Indianapolis. The big fight right now is, do I turn the heat on or do I not turn the heat on? So for you, what is the great, uh, you know, temperature that you like to have in your household right now? What is the ideal ideal temperature? I like to keep mine about 75 right now. <laughs> it's been pretty brutal outside and I get cold way too easy. So the heater is my best friend right now. See, you and my wife would get along perfectly. I can make it like 65 to, you know, 70. That's kind of like the perfect range for me. Um, but she, you know, if it gets below 80, she feels like the apocalypse is coming and she has to hurry <laughs> up and turn on the uh, heated blanket. So, you know. Yeah, I don't even know, like, what's regular temperature in a household? Because mine's always, like, right around 70, 75 maybe. Yeah, and Tom, somebody won't turn on the heat for nothing. He'll have the windows up right now. Oh, yeah, our windows are open. Oh, like, my God. I I cannot stand to be hot. It's it's awful. I If it was 55 degrees year-round, I'd be happy as can be. I busted out my winter coat the last two days. I, I did put a vest on, a sleeveless vest. That's, a, that's about what I normally wear even in the winter. Mm-mm-mm. And for people who don't know, the Midwest just really plays havoc. One day it's 80, the next day it's 30. You never know what you're going to kind of get with us here in Kentucky and Indiana and uh, Missouri areas. But, you know, I think towards the end of the week, it's going to be back to like 75 and 80 outside. So that's that's one reason why I'm holding off on turning on the heat right now, because I just know it's going to be a waste of time. So. All right. So you're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about you inside <laughs> of the ring. And for people who do not know you, you know, you're still kind of new to the scene, but yet oh, yeah. you're, start, you're still starting to make your own waves right now, appearing for some promotions such as Girl Fight and wrestling some of the top names and even being involved in some intergender type atmospheres across the country right now. So let's talk about what got you into pro wrestling and how has this first year and a half sort of been for you? Um, so I found pro wrestling maybe around like fifth, sixth grade. And I just stumbled across it on YouTube, came out like I recommended. And, you know, I always did sports in high school and always super athletic. So I was like, you know what? I feel like I can do that. It caught my interest enough. And yeah, I ended up going to college and trying it out and falling in love even more with it. So here we are now, a year and a half later. And you mentioned that you played other sports. Now, what sports did you play in school that helped prepare you for your role in professional wrestling? Yeah, I did um, volleyball and basketball. I ran track and cross country, played a little bit of golf. But those definitely really helped me out when I started training because it's like so much footwork in wrestling and like knowing where you're at and stuff and that really helps you to really get get to where you got to go I guess guess you got to say and really prepare you physically for for what wrestling needs. Now we all know that the wrestling business is not something that just anybody can do 
So how was it when you first started training? Um, was it very eye-opening for you? And uh, what kind of obstacles did you have when you uh, first began? Um, I was already working out regularly and everything. So I was already like super in shape. So the cardio aspect didn't really get me. But it was more or less just like a whole new ballpark of like, like wrestling is so different from like any sport you could ever play in high school or just like whenever. So I think that was like the way eye opening thing is like, it's no other sport can really like truly prepare you for pro wrestling. So that was actually really kind of cool. And it still is cool to still go through stuff and learn and like, whoa, like I would have never like done that and something else. And, you know, that's a that's a really good point. And you hear a lot of talk these days about, you know, even people who are on national television um, and they're still learning, too. Right. You know, because we have people who are learning as they go. They, they may have something that these companies see. Uh, but what do you think about when you hear talents uh, that are that are good, but they still have things to learn, but they act like they don't want to listen and things like that does that you know how does that hit you when you hear those things me I man you can never ever 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 stop learning like I'm a student right now like a college student and like I yeah I don't know knowledge is everything you can't ever stop learning and getting better and even still when you when you think you got everything down then help that next person behind you out because you just got to build everybody up so that you can be knocking stuff out together. So I think that's really the coolest part. But yeah, never quit learning. Never stop teaching. You know, most people most people that we have on the show would agree that maybe cardio is a hard part of pro wrestling that they probably weren't prepared for. But for me, it's it, with my eyesight, it has to do with timing and reactions. Yeah, because it's just so amazing when you watch a masterpiece match come together and everything's perfect. This person's in the right spot at the right time and they get up right at the right time. Uh, so how do you prepare yourself for that? Because like you said, this is like any other sport around. How did you prepare for that? And was that kind of hard for you? There really is no way you can prepare for like the timing and like memorizing stuff and rhythm. Rhythm's really hard to teach. Like people say it all the time, wrestling's a big old dance. And really, truly, in a way, it kind of is because you got to have the rhythm, you got to have the pace, the timing, the footwork, the the patience to keep getting stuff. It and the memory, it's it all has a huge part in it that a lot of people don't realize. So that that honestly is one of the main things that I struggle with personally is putting all that little stuff together to make to make your moves actually, to make your physical moves actually come together, I guess you could say. Now, do you uh, have uh, people that you are trying to draw inspiration from to learn those things? Uh, is there like video that you watch of certain people that may try to help you get there? Or what do you, how do you take a look at that from a self-training aspect and say, I know I need to focus on this aspect and then where do you go to try to get that extra help? Um, YouTube. I don't really watch anyone in particular. I mean, obviously I have my favorites, but when it comes when it comes to like actually learning wrestling, I find it hard to have favorites because like 
you know you know your job kind of so that's a huge thing so like if I like I know I need to work on my selling so I'll go and watch you know some of the best sellers or I know I need to watch footwork or on like such like a move or something or a sequence and you know that some someone else has already done that then you just I YouTube is my best friend with that like I'll just go to YouTube someone or YouTube and move and just watch how they do that all the time and just random matches you'll you'll catch stuff that you just picked up or saw and then you see how they do it differently and how I don't know I guess just different ways to get into stuff and and you mentioned one difference between also between you know regular sports and pro wrestling is that pro wrestling is always evolving I can go to the baseball game this year go to the baseball game next year and I'm watching about the same thing yeah they may tweak a little of the rules same thing with basketball but pro wrestling, you have to continuously upgrade your craft. Chris Jericho is somebody that comes to mind uh, for me as someone who decades ago had this character, but he's had, a, he's had to tweak it, and he's had to tweak it to continue on with today's generations. So when you look at people who are having to tweak themselves, and you mentioned it's something you're kind of having a little bit of trouble with at times, you know, just trying to put everything together, how do you find inspiration in that? That's really kind of the crazy part right now because that's really what I'm struggling with because like I'm just at like the point in my life I'm kind of just like trying to figure out who the heck is Rachel so it's like that's kind of I don't know it's a tricky one for me because I'm still trying to figure that out myself but it's you really do have you got to find different ways to stand out but you still got to be yourself you got to stay true to who you are too and it's one thing to know your role and to you know evolve into your character and everything but you got to maintain your values too. So yeah, it's got, I guess that's the fun part about wrestling too, is like you get to go play around with different things that you never can do in a real life situation. So that's cool. Yeah. And it, you know, it's super fascinating when you look at people at the beginning of their career and you know, there, there are wrestlers out there that are solid wrestlers. They're, you know, the character that they're playing is great. Their, their in-ring work is great, but it's not, it's just not catching fire. And then all of a sudden they'll do something and it may even be by accident and they may say something or hit a certain, you know, Austin, uh, Steve Austin comes to mind when he did the Austin 316 pro uh, promo, you know, prior to that, I mean, it was fine but it just lit a fire under him and it started to mold that character in a certain way that he went straight to the top and, you know, had one of the greatest characters ever over something that he didn't plan it to be that way. And I think that happens a lot is everybody just kind of having to figure out where they need to go with their career. Um, But it's always fascinating to watch that and see people in their first, you know, gimmicks or what, however you want to say it. And then where they end up being later on in their career is always fascinating to watch and see that grow. And I think that's one of the coolest things about like the indie scene and like how that's evolving. And there's so many promotions you can go to now everywhere. It's like, you have all this opportunity to find yourself and keep growing and learning and stuff. And, and, you know, the indie shows, some of them are really repetitive. You can, this match and this match are kind of the same. 
But we've yeah. been blessed over the last year where we've gone to a few indie promotions and almost every match gave me something completely different that I needed to get. Maybe it was a technical match, then it became a high flying, then it became a hardcore match, and then it was a total just great wrestling match and storytelling. So for you, what kind of matchups do you like uh, being involved in? One that has a storyline kind of based upon within it or just, you know, a half-line type of matchup, a good technical match. What's your favorite right now? Um, I'm kind of a, a variety girl, I guess. Like, it's, I, I guess it really just depends. Um, I haven't really had many storylines quite yet, so haven't tasted those waters. Um, one-off matches, just a random singles or tag or whatever kind of match. Those are always super fun. Um, I haven't had any, like, stipulation matches, really, so... I guess that's something really cool to look forward to going like, I mean, uh, growing up in the business and experiencing more stuff is building into things like that. Now, do you have a couple of, do you have a couple of those stipulation matches that you're itching to do? I'm kind of down for anything except for like, you know, the death matches and stuff like that. So yeah, sometime down the road, we'll see what, we'll see where this road takes me. Yeah, I, I've been, I mean, we've seen quite a few of those death matches this year and kudos uh, to those uh, men and women who get out there and yeah. uh, part in that. And I mean, it's a craft all to itself and it's, it's just a form of wrestling. That's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I love to see it when it's done right. Uh, and most of the ones we saw this year personally were done right. But has there been a match so far for you? that has been your favorite of your career so far? Mm, I've had quite a few pretty decent ones recently. Um, I would say my favorite, though, is when I faced Billy at Girl Fight. I I haven't been able to top that one quite yet, but that one was a lot of fun. It's really nice working with her. Yeah, and, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, Billy's had a really great year, and, and for people who may not know who we're talking about, we're talking about Billy Starks. Um, she's had a fantastic year and girl fights, one of those promotions, you know, I was able to attend one in Bedford, Indiana, and they put on a really good show, all women's show. And it's hard hitting. There's some great talent that they bring in for those type of shows. And that's what I want people to start getting encouraged to go out and watch is those small shows. Cause sometimes you never know who's going to walk through that curtain. And within a year's time, that person may be walking on your television set. And so have you met someone, though, that maybe that you have not wrestled yet that has pulled you to the side and gave you great, you know, great feedback to help you grow as a competitor? Uh, there have been a lot of people that have really helped me out along the way. Um, Female-wise, no, not not that I haven't faced. Um, but I got the chance to work out with the Boogeyman not too long ago, and that was a really cool experience, and he's given me a lot of tips to help me out, so that was really cool. Um, Congo Kong, he's he's always a open ear for all my questions, so that's always really nice. But, yeah, to get in the ring with anybody's, I think that's what's the coolest thing about traveling to different places and everything, because then you meet new people and to give you more advice 
and like going back to knowledge and learning from different people and what they've been taught and sharing what you have and making everything a little little bit better. Now, for the most part, do you feel like traveling around um, the people backstage and maybe some of the veterans that are on the card, um, are they very receptive to the new talent coming in and making them feel welcome? Oh, yeah. I haven't had, I haven't been in a bad locker room yet. Everyone's always, I think that's like the coolest thing about wrestling. It's because like high school locker rooms can be kind of brutal. But then you go into a wrestling locker room and no one's yelling at each other and this and that and drama this and everyone's super, super nice and open, open arms for questions and advice and just ready to chat with you and everything. So that's really cool. Yeah, because unlike if when I go to my job, I'm not being competitive with the person next to me to perhaps catch someone's eye. And so there is a lot of competitiveness in that locker room. Yes, it's it's okay to be friends uh, here and there, but you're all there for the same reason. You you want to be seen uh, in front of the televisions and the, the main media at one point in your career. Uh, you mentioned that you were also involved in college, so it, it's good to see that you kind of got this backup plan just in case. Is that, So what are you actually majoring in right now? Um, right now, accounting and finance. Um, I'm in my junior year right now, so I should be finishing up next year. Just super awesome. I can't wait to focus on wrestling. But um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say right now. You're you're fine. So was that a promise that you kind of made to yourself that no matter what, that you were going to finish up your schooling to have that to fall back on? It's kind of crazy because, like, I. Was, like, when I was in high school, I knew I wanted to train to be a wrestler. I knew I was going to go to college just because I just felt like I needed to. Like, I felt that pressure, I guess. And I told myself I'd go to college for a semester, get everything situated, and then I would start training my second semester. Well, lo and behold, I did exactly that without even, like, realizing that was my plan all along. So then I started training, and then, like, I just – there's like a whole new love for wrestling when I started training and I didn't want to do school anymore. But then like, by the time I was like, you know what, I'm just going to not do it. I was already like halfway through. So I was like, Rachel, just finish it. Like you're already halfway through. So now I'm just committed to it just to grind it out for the last year and have that just to have, as you never know. That's awful challenging. That's a, that's a lot to put on your plate. So oh, yeah. do you have uh some kind of a secret routine that you have to lock down to make sure you get everything done you need to? Yeah, we just don't sleep. <laughs> I'm also working overnight just so I can uh, just make it, I guess. Well, ho- hopefully the sacrifices that you're making now will be well worth it in the next few years. I, I mean, I crossing my fingers. And I-, and I can tell you, I feel like there are days that I don't get a chance to sit down much. Uh, between balancing, you know, work and my kids and, you know, Tom and I do the podcast and then we just try to have some spare time as well. And it's hard. I think as a nation, we kind of forgot how busy we were. Yeah. Because when COVID froze, we got out of our normal routines and then stuff's opened back up. We're like, whoa, why am I so busy all of a sudden? We were busy the whole time. We just didn't realize it because we had a chance to kind of sit still. Mm -hmm. All right. 
before we let you go, I'm going to do some rapid-fire questions with you, okay? All right. Rachel Armstrong's dream opponent at uh, WrestleMania would be who? Ooh. I would say Sasha Banks or Bianca Belair. Nice. Nice. That's, that's possibility coming up. Possibility. Rachel Armstrong's favorite movie is what? Mm. I'm going to go skip because I don't have time to watch movies. Growing up then, growing up, what was one of your favorite movies just sitting around kind of kind of watching? Um, I don't have any in mind. Hey, it... If you go back and look at some of your childhood movies, they're probably not that good now. I, I, every time I turn on one, like, oh, this is great. And then I'm like, oh, that was terrible. Why did I like that? So, yeah. All right. If you could wrestle anywhere in the United States right now, as far as state-wise, where's some place that you would like to go and wrestle? Mm-hmm. New York, New Jersey, Las Vegas, anywhere. Awesome. And... Does pineapple go on pizza? Yes. Ooh. Chicken and pineapple's fire. I think we got our first one that said yes. What? I, th- I think you're the first. Pr- I, I like it. It's not something I'll go out and order all the time. But if it's on yeah. there and it's got the right meat with it, mm-hmm. it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, but most of the people are like, no. Like yes. The we have on the show is like, no. I mean, Chicken I don't and think pineapple's it fire. It. I don't think it ruins it. But I wouldn't prefer it. And so what's the recipe you're telling us to try? Chicken? Chicken and pineapple. Chicken and pineapple. Okay. Me and Tom will be out tomorrow. Uh, maybe we can find some place that's got pizza and we can put a little chicken and a little pineapple in there <laughs> and try to Heck go yeah. from there. All right, Rachel, before we let you go, tell everyone where they can find you at on social media. And if you want to plug any merchandise, here's your chance. Yeah, I'm on Twitter, Rachel uh, 18 Armstrong, Instagram, Rachel underscore underscore Armstrong, and Facebook, Google, or just type in Rachel Armstrong. Uh, we got bracelets going on. Uh, I'm going to have t-shirts here pretty soon. And yeah. Awesome. Awesome. For everybody, if you see Rachel on your card, go out and see that show if it's in your area. And Give her a follow and support her and pick up some of the merchandise if you can as well. Rachel, so much for, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me. All right. For everyone else out there, make sure you're doing what you need to do. Stay safe so you can go out and watch all the great wrestling across the world. Make sure you hit the subscribe button for myself and Tom. We greatly appreciate all the support as always. And if you're out and about and you see us anywhere, say hi to us. Uh, We'd love to hear from y'all and love to hear the feedback as well. For myself, Tom, and Rachel, everyone, thank you all and have a good night.